Hi guys, listen, today I have a really good topic that we're going to discuss and it is about your siblings idolizing your toxic mom, your toxic mother. Have you been labeled to sensitive, stupid, unlovable, stubborn, lazy, drama queen, and so on and so on and so on, all the negativity? Every blame has been placed on you. Have you had that experience? Are you familiar with the term triangulation? Which means when mothers put children against each other. Is your brother or sister an advocate for your toxic mother? Remember guys, our narc needs kids to not get along. She has orchestrated the relationship so someone is always on her side. My name is Zainab and I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to Empowering Motherless Daughters, where we get to change, grow, and heal. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If today is your first time, I want to encourage you to hit the subscribe button so you do not miss an, an episode. Welcome back to my returners. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. I am forever grateful. Thank you for being a part of the um the page group, which is Empowering Motherless Daughters page, group page. Thank you for following me on Instagram. Thank you for just being a part of this whole movement. I really appreciate it. All of this information that I am going to discuss is coming from Psychology Today and the book called The Emotionally Absent Mother by Jasmine Lee Corey. So guys, first, let me tell you that all children try to find a way to normalize their mother's behavior. A lot of times we don't know that we had a really bad childhood until we go to therapy because it's kind of hard to face. It's hard to face that oh my childhood was really that bad you know no one wants to deal with that I don't really have a great mom I thought I did but she's not as great as I thought look at how this other mom is you know sometimes people find out that their parents whether it's their mom or their dad was not as great when they go to therapy or they interact with other children as or children or interact with adults and their parents. And then they're like, oh, your mom does this for you? Oh, wow, how nice, my mom will never do that. So what happens is the kids, before they get exposed to therapy and so on, or support groups, they normalize and justify their mother's bad behavior. Now, is that okay? Not really. Now, some of us get off of it. Like, you know, when you go to therapy, you kind of come out of it. But some of our siblings don't. And I want you to grant them grace for the ones that do not. Because trust me, they have their own pain. But the thought of facing it 
is so crippling that they will rather continue the lie than to actually address the lie. Especially when a sibling has been labeled the golden child. It's kind of hard for them, you know, because then mom is going to be against them. So who wants that? If you're not strong enough, that's the type of stuff that will like literally send you down the wrong path. It's terrible. And some siblings may never, ever get out of that nonsense. Now, this is why it is important for you to focus on you. I want you to make you a priority. I say that on every episode. In the book, The Emotionally Absent Mother by Jasmine Lee, she explains, and I'm going to read it verbatim. It's all about the cover-up. This is what our siblings are doing. They have created a cover-up just so they can continue to have a relationship with a toxic mother. And I'm going to read it to you. She says, it is probably apparent to you that you or someone you care about has a mother wound. You may be surprised that some adults who suffer significantly from mother wounds are unaware and deny them completely, guys. They deny it. Therapists recognize that many times those with the most wounding have created the biggest cover-ups to hide the damage from view. That's so sad. Some people go as far as to idolize their parents, their toxic parents. They idolize them as if to create a momentum that cannot be questioned. Unfortunately, that's what it is. A momentum, a bigger than life story that they don't even live in. But denial is never foolproof. And there will often be clues that something was amiss in the mother-child relationship. So guys, when you start seeing your mom and your sibling get a, getting along, don't you go start feeling sad. Start thinking, oh, I wish it was me. Some of our siblings are paying a very high price to keep that relationship going. Whether they are labeled as a golden child or not, even a golden child has a burden to carry and they can never ever be their true self. Think about that for a second. They can never be their true self around their toxic mother because they are being controlled by the puppet master, which is our, uh, which is a, a toxic mother. So why would you envy that relationship? Do not envy that relationship because that golden child is paying a very high price. They're being used and they don't even know it. Some of them know it, but they deny it because it's hard guys. It's very hard for you to face who you really have been and to make a change. It's very hard to change your life. You know, 
it is not an easy process. So for the golden child, I mean, if I was the golden child, I'm just saying, I don't know if I would want to come, come out of that blanket. You know, I, I, I want that cushion and the thought of letting go of my mom who has so-called idolized me and labeled me the golden child. Ugh, I don't know. That might be tough. It takes courage and strength in internal strength to make that change. So when, before you go feeling all sobby and all sad, when you see a mother daughter relationship and wishing you had it, you don't know what is going on in that relationship. It's just like when people see relationships on Instagram, they're like, Oh, pound love, pound, black love, pound, green love, pound, white love. Move, I don't know, all kinds of pound love. Some people create a facade, and Instagram is where you you show a piece of what is really happening, and people will lose their minds over that. But the truth of the matter is, you don't know what goes on in that relationship. So I want you to focus on you. I don't, I know you have been labeled and called all kinds of negative names or whatever. And the other sibling is idolized and all that nonsense. Listen, we need to grant them grace and keep it moving with our lives and create the life that we want. Because the golden child is having trouble identifying their feelings. They're having trouble verbalizing that they were abused. This is a problem for them. They secretly admire you for standing up and taking a big, big step to change your life. I'm going to tell you a story. So yesterday I was home minding my business and my cousin called me and she started telling me about how... So many people hate me. They don't want anything to do with me. They don't even want her to interact with me, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry that, you know, they have kind of pushed you away from the family. And, you know, she was feeling sad. And I told her, I said, you have nothing to be sad about because I am not sad. Yes, I have moments of sadness, but I am not sad. Why? Because... I am living my truth. I am living my life. I, I used to, oh my God, guys, do you know how many times I went on an apology? Um, I took the apology tour bus. Let's just say it like that, where I was constantly apologizing to my mom for not being right, for not being perfect, for not being the daughter she wanted. I went one time, the the last time I saw her in person, before we started having even more problems, I went to her, I kneeled down on my, like I went on my knees to beg her to forgive me. Like I'm not kidding. And she didn't even say forgive you. She said, oh, we'll talk about it. Now, when I sit and I think about it, I can't believe I put myself in that position. I have nothing to apologize about. I have nothing to apologize to my mother for. Absolutely nothing. Because when I was a child, 
She's the mother. She neglected me. But at that time, I did not know my worth. So I went on constantly trying to get people to get her to be a mother to me. Oh my gosh. It was horrible. I was so pathetic. Like I was so pathetic. Yesterday I was having a conversation with my brother because, you know, I called my brother and I said, this is what happened. This is the conversation I had with my cousin. And my brother said, this is why I've never given an F and I don't ever care. I I don't ever want to. And he says, but you, you tried so hard. He was talking about me. He said, I tried so hard. I kept pushing myself. My brother used to get so mad because, oh my gosh, I kept over and over and over. I kept putting myself in a position to be rejected over and over. And every rejection left me more broken than the last one. Every rejection left me more broken than the last one. So this is just to tell you, like, you can come out of it. I came out of it. The BS, I came out of it. And I saw my mother for who she is, a narc. Plain and simple, a narc. But she was raised by a narc. I grant her grace and forgiveness for myself, not for her. And the same with my siblings. My sister used to call me my brother. Oh my gosh. They would talk all kinds of nonsense about my mother. This is not my brother that I talked to yesterday. I have a younger brother. He's a baby. And then another, um, and then, uh, uh, my sister. So it's my brother that I talked to yesterday and then my sister and then my other brother. So my sister would call me, talk all kinds of horrible things. I never even knew how horrible her childhood was until she called me and was telling me all these things. And then yesterday when I was talking to my cousin and I heard all these things, I was like, I feel bad for her because she's back in the, in the, in the den. She's back in the, now she's in the womb with all the craziness and toxicity. I can't be, I don't want that. I I do not envy the relationship that she has with my mother. Absolutely not. No envy, none whatsoever. And that's because I have an insight of what the relationship is. So I, I'm not, I don't care. So I'm telling you this. So, you know, when you see a mother daughter relationship, don't be feeling sad for yourself. It's okay to feel sad for a moment, but don't let that drown you. And just know that some of our siblings are struggling. They are, they're having trouble identifying their true feelings and verbalizing the abuse because it's hard for them. So focus on you, take care of you, your well-being, and create the life that you want by inviting the right people into your life. But before you can invite the right people into your life, you have to create space in your heart for them. And that means that you will have to do a cleanup internally so that there will be a healthy space for people to come in. I hope that this helps. Today is just a very short um, episode, but this is my, well, this is my 21st episode and I have two more episodes and then it will be 
I'll be taking a break. So thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for participating. Thank you for joining Empowering Motherless Daughters group page. I am going to be meeting with someone that's going to help me because there's so much work to do. I literally don't even know what to do with myself. I I cannot keep up by myself. It's a lot of work. And I want to actually do a video podcast for season two. And I'm going to need a lot of help with that. So pray for me. That's all I need from you is your prayers. And then I want to design something that we can continue the conversation, even though I don't have a podcast, whether we meet once a month to talk about episodes that have been effective in your life or not, or maybe a topic you want me to research. Of course, I am always open. I am here for you. I may not know you in person, but I want you to know I care so much about your well-being because I know the struggle. I'm literally getting chills. I know the struggle. I know the pain. It is hard as hell. It is so hard. It's not an easy thing when you were raised in abuse, in toxicity, having to erase your mind and now have good thoughts. I battle with that every day. So I get it. I am here for you, your well-being, your health, and your growth. Until next time, take good care of yourself. Be very patient, very kind, very loving to yourself. You don't need anyone in your life that is not for you. The best thing that you can do is to have a no contact. That is the best thing that you can do. Start with boundaries and establish a no contact if it doesn't work. You are worth it. You are so, so worth it. Please subscribe, follow me on Instagram, join the Facebook group page, and let's continue the conversation.